1: now john stewart is on trump's side you remember john used to have his own show it was a comedy show on the comedy network but liberals especially young ones uh, began to treat him like walter cronkite that's what they looked at him as walter cronkite that's where they went for their news well, John was on Colbert last night, a show I've never watched for more than 30 seconds, and he went off on the Wuhan virus. Now, you can't see it, I don't think, because it's radio, but Colbert almost spit out his coffee. Listen to this.
2: I think we owe a great debt of gratitude to science. Science has, in many ways, helped ease uh, the suffering of this pandemic, uh, which was more than likely caused by science. <laughs> so and that's kind of
3: Oh. Okay.
2: No, 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 no. Now listen, listen. It's coffee. I will do that. What do you what what do you mean by it? do you mean like so perhaps there's a chance that this is created in a lab, there's an investigation. A chance? Well so, I I I evidence I'd love to hear. There's a novel respiratory coronavirus overtaking Wuhan, China. What do we do? Oh, you know what we could ask? The Wuhan novel respiratory coronavirus lab. The disease is the same name as the lab. That's just that's just a little too weird, don't you think? And then I ask those scientists, they're like, how did this, so wait a minute, you work at the Wuhan respiratory coronavirus lab. How did this happen? And they're like, mm, a pangolin kissed the turtle. And you're like, no, I, you, you, the wait, name wait, of wait, your lab, and you look at the name. Look at the name, can I, let me see your business card. Show me your business card. Oh, I work at the coronavirus lab in Wuhan. Oh, because there's a coronavirus loose in Wuhan. How did that happen? Maybe a bat flew into the cloaca of a turkey and then it sneezed into my chili. And now we all have coronavirus. Like, come on. okay, wait, okay. What wait, okay. wait, 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 wait a second. Wait a second. All right. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. There's been an outbreak of chocolatey goodness Near Hershey, Pennsylvania. What do you think happened? Like, oh, I don't know. Maybe a steam shovel made it with a cocoa bean. Or it's the chocolate factory. Maybe that's it. That could
1: be. I'm sorry. That's funny. Uh, That's pretty funny. Uh, Who knows? Maybe if Stewart's away from his uh, own show long enough, he. He might come around on some, some of the other things like the stupidity going on in schools, for example, especially with the young kids and sexuality. We're going to talk about some of that stupidity when we come back. And also in our second half hour, should you be required to tell someone whether or not you have been vaccinated? Stick around. It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof, or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows to Rust, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows to Rust offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows R Us offers 12 months no interest financing and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how'd you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding or roof replacement. That offers valid through six thirty twenty one. All with 12 months, no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at WindowsOrUsPittsburgh.com. That's Windowsaruspittsburgh.com.
4: As dads, it's our job to capture as many memories with our kids as possible. It's also our job to embarrass them. And if we're lucky, we get to do both. That's why I'm thankful my son created Legacy Box, the world's largest digitizer of home movies and photos.
1: And I'll never recover from the time you showed up to my middle school dance to disco in front of everyone. Thanks, Dad. But he's right. Simply fill your Legacy Box with your old VHS, camcorder tapes,
4: film reels, and photos, and we'll do the rest. And in just a couple of weeks, you'll get your originals back, along with a DVD, thumb drive, or cloud delivery. Stuff that even an old man like me can figure out. Check out Legacy Box today. Plus, for Father's Day, we're offering an incredible 50% off. Visit LegacyBox.com
1: LBOX. This is one of the best discounts we've offered. That's LegacyBox.com LBOX for 50% off. Legacybox.com
5: slash L-Box.
6: Mounds and mounds of fur. Our hairballs have hairballs. Our cat
7: mama, she's 10 years old. She has dandruff and an oily coat. I have two cats, CP and Daisy. Daisy sheds like crazy. If you love your pets as much as I do, you'll want to do what's best for them. To live long, healthy, happy lives.
6: D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot
7: Nose up to
4: it. There was not one problem. Dynavite for life. You won't believe how happy your cat will be.
6: D i n o v i t e dot
0: Twenty twenty one is the perfect time to add a healthy new habit to your daily wellness routine. Good nasal hygiene. We all know there's bad stuff in the air: allergens, bacteria, viruses, and that some of it's very dangerous. So what can you do to protect yourself? Well, you can clean your nose with Navage. Your nose is the body's air filter, and with Navage, you help your body defend itself by flushing out the crud and germs. I'm Martin Hoke, and I invented Navaj, the world's only nose cleaner with powered suction. Navage is easy to use, affordable, and it has over 40,000 online reviews, averaging 4.7 stars. Join millions of Navaj users to relieve congestion and allergies, breathe better, sleep deeper, snore less, and feel healthier without drugs. At Navage.com, CVS, Walgreens, Bed Bath, Target, and Rite Aid. You wash your hands and brush your teeth every day. Let 2021 be the year you start cleaning your nose with Navage. N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. Navage. The John Wall Show. AM 1250, The Answer.
1: Well, my grandkids, who are now teenagers, uh, watched Blue's Clues, which means I also watched Blue's Clues. It's been on the Nickelodeon Network since 1996, and it's not teaching the same things it taught my grandkids. Uh, Of course, you could say the same thing about elementary schools. You might not believe what's going on uh, there these days. Jared Eckert is an assistant researcher at the Davis Center, uh, Davos Center, I should say, at the Heritage Foundation, and he joins us now. Jared, thanks for being here.
5: Yeah,
1: thanks so much for having me. So most people who are paying attention... Uh, And and people who listen to talk radio and who host talk radio shows and who write for uh, people like the Heritage Foundation, uh, they are paying attention. But a lot of people may not be aware of the degree to which kids are being propagandized. uh, When, for example, did uh, a blues clues change to a propaganda machine?
5: Yeah. So this Pride Month, we're seeing a lot of organizations, um, especially where children are the primary audience, are targeting children with sexualized messages. Um, we're seeing that with Lego, uh, with its rainbow set. We're seeing it uh, with, like you said, Blue's Clues, where a drag queen sings a song. Uh, we're seeing it. Uh, even Kellogg's released uh, a serial uh, celebrating Pride Month.
1: Yeah, it's everywhere, Um, but I I just, is it, it, it's almost like it's a um, coordinated effort because it's all happening at the same time.
5: You know, we live in a country where parents should never have to live in fear of what their children are reading or or watching or learning in, in school, but this push is coming at the same time that the Equality Act is being considered in Congress. Yeah, and the Equality Act as sexual orientation and gender identity into civil rights law. Impose would impose destructive gender ideology and sexualized curricula on school aged children, and basically leave parents to stop it.
1: Yeah, I um, it, it's it's amazing to me because, as I said at the beginning here, I, I I I'm familiar with those shows because I have grandkids, but they're teenagers now and older, and um. I mean, they were just innocent little shows, and, and now they have, um, I mean, I guess they were always sending some kind of a message that there was supposed to be some kind of a an educational aspect to it, but it's just, it's it's gone off the end. It's gone off the edge, hasn't it? I mean... Yeah, it has. Um, I, I just... I mean I'm I'm stunned by what 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 uh was is being shown on those uh, shows now. Um even even Teletubbies which I all, always uh, thought was a little too weird for even for my grandkids but they're in on it too, aren't they?
5: Yeah, we're seeing other things from, you know, Disney, we're seeing uh Care Bear uh phone cases. Uh even Captain America is is in this push for uh sexualization of, of children.
1: Yeah, I mean, Mr. Rogers is considered a, a saint by just about everybody, especially here in Pittsburgh, of course. Um, but kids' shows aren't in the same neighborhood anymore, are they? I mean, it's just uh, Mr. Rogers was into teaching them basic things about um, not being afraid of the things that kids are afraid of and, and trying to just uh, educate them on life, and, and uh, that this didn't get complicated
5: right and what we're seeing is a lot of the stuff that's being incorporated uh, I think there are at least five states as well as Washington DC that having uh, basically mandated G uh, or sexual orientation and gender identity categories into school curricula um, and it starts as young as pre-k and we're talking they're exposed to to books which promote transgenderism we're talking about um assignments that, you know, reference experimenting with uh gender presentation and, and telling kids that there is a gender spectrum. Um all while all this has no basis in, in science and so it really confuses children, um all this confusing children with the idea, you know, that sex is arbitrary and, and can change.
1: Yeah, but it's it's just the fact that they're even bothering them you know, bothering to, to, to bother the kids with this kind of stuff. Um you know, they should be learning to read. I mean, I, I, it's been a million years since I was in kindergarten and first grade. But, you know, I had enough time figuring out how to color, you know, and not go outside the lines. I mean, it, it just it's so ridiculous. Um, and, and so how pervasive is this? I mean, we hear about it, but are, are we are people and maybe including uh, you and me um, uh, overreacting to things that aren't necessarily the norm yet, or is it becoming the norm?
5: No, it's, it's definitely becoming the norm. Like I said, we are, we've already seen uh, activists succeed in, in five states uh, and Washington, D.C., to, to mandate these kinds of uh, curriculum that are very sexual. The thing, though, is that it's not just limited to sexual education. It's integrated into all subjects, I and mean, we're talking from history and literature to math. So where it was... Sexual education. Parents would have been able to opt out, but where it's integrated into the in, in all subjects, parents no longer have the ability uh, to to say no and to opt out of this very sexually explicit uh, and politically correct education.
1: Yeah, what are they? Do- what are parents doing? I mean, what, what can they do? What What kind of movements are out there? Yeah,
5: so parents can uh, obviously go to Heritage's website to become uh, more informed on this issue, but there's also a coalition called the promise to America's children. And you can go to the promise or promise to America's children.org. And there's a lot of resources there um, basically articulating, you know, how we can protect children, how we can protect their relationship with parents, uh, protect their minds. Those are, those are both places where uh, listeners can get resources so they can become informed and they can protect uh, these freedoms in, in their own communities.
1: Yeah, and um, it seems like the the government, uh, public schools, and corporations have become partners in promoting this stuff. I mean, as you mentioned, it's, it's, on, uh, uh, it's on kids' cereal boxes. I mean, again, I go back to when I was a kid and you'd be sitting there eating a bowl of uh, Frosted Flakes and you saw Tony the Tiger and maybe some kind of a game on the back or something like that, somebody that came along and decided that this was a good time to educate kids, but not just educate them, but but um, uh, I, don't, I guess um, change them, mold them, groom them is a word that's been used.
5: Exactly, yeah. And, you know, especially, like I said with, at the beginning, with the Equality Act being before Congress, um, you know, if, if a bill like that were ever... Even states which have passed laws limiting this kind of sexualized curriculum, um, especially in public schools, uh, would be forced to. I mean, they'd be forced to include this kind of curriculum because it would be uh, done in, in the name of civil rights, and anyone who didn't would be liable to discrimination
1: charges. And that's the big thing, isn't it, that uh, the Equality Act is out there looming, and it's uh, it, that would make it really easy for this stuff to just go spread uh, everywhere and be and be everywhere.
5: Exactly. Yep, that's exactly right.
1: And um, what are the chances of that law being passed? Uh, uh, I mean, I, the, the, the Republicans aren't going to cave on it, I hope.
5: No, uh, thankfully, uh, we don't think that it will get the 50 votes to pass um, that it, it would need in the Senate. Um, and we're we've also seen some more of the uh, more moderate Republicans move away from it as well. So um, we're obviously we're we're confident that it, it won't pass, but we're not uh, we're not sleeping, you know, on it too early. We're still we're still hard at work, you know, helping to educate and, and get the um, expose what this policy really is.
1: We're talking to Jared Eckert. He's an assistant researcher at the Davos Center at the, uh, at the, at the Heritage Foundation. Uh, Davos is named after uh, the former secretary of education. So this is your area, area of expertise, I'm assuming, um, and education. And the big thing with uh, her was school choice. And I, I don't think that has been advanced an inch since Donald Trump was in office for four years. Uh, which I think is kind of disappointing. I I blame the Republicans for talking a good game about that, but not not really doing enough.
5: Yeah, um, our center focuses on, um, you know, I would say a lot of this uh, more sexualized curriculum. Um, but, yeah, I think that uh, there's a, a great need for uh, school choice to uh, give parents... Um, and children the freedom to, to get the education, quality education, and, and school choice allows for um, healthy competition um, between schools, so that they can, you know, they can actually compete and, and curriculum and, and education um, rather than just having, um, you know, the lowest common denominator.
1: Yeah, you write that, uh, quote, by directly targeting children, corporations, media, and schools are seeking to normalize sexual content that is inappropriate and confusing for young audiences. Um, What beyond... I mean, I don't... I don't know what you teach a first grader about in in sex education, anything that would be worthwhile, wasting a a six-year-old kid or seven-year-old kid uh, wasting their time with it, but... Uh, when you say they're seeking to normalize sexual content that is inappropriate, uh, what sexual content are we talking about here specifically?
5: Yeah, so uh, you know there are sex ed classes that uh, where first graders are are taught to touch their genitals and uh, that and to normalize it and it feels good, it's okay. Um, where you know we're seeing, you know, not just you know they're not just learning uh, the gender spectrum about the flu- uh, fluidity, um, you know, we're we're seeing all of this this um, process of basically normalizing um, this radical uh, ideology that is really hurting children. Confusion.
1: Um, and does the, does this. Uh, how do they justify it, first of all? I mean, there are people out there who are supposed to be smart who who would debate you and me on this subject and say it's fine. How do they justify this?
5: Yeah, I think, you know, a, a lot of it, I mean, even, right, the name of the Equality Act is... is um, marketing ploy, right? Who 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 could be against the Equality Act? Right. Um, so it's it's done it's done in the name of inclusion and and civil rights and representation. But again, you know this, you know in the in 1964 when something like the civil Act, uh, Civil Rights Act was passed, you know it, that outlawed state sanctioned discrimination, um, which had caused you know systematic economic material harm to the African American community. But you know the, something like the Equality Act uh, and the reasoning of its its proponents, yeah. biological sex and and marriage and into discrimination. It, it's it would produce. Uh, it would basically turn this discrimination into the Nice of the rights law.
1: Yeah. How does this qualify as grooming? Yeah. So, um, again,
5: you know there are. Uh, you know, I think people who are pushing this kind of curriculum understand that education is, is about formation, um, and it's about you know if you can if you can normalize this activity, if you can get kids to start learning this at a young age. Um, a, a professor at the University of Texas, you know, like if you normalize it, uh, if you if you make it more common then, you know, kids are going to not only be more accepting of it, they're going to start acting on it.
1: Yeah, uh, they're promoting it. They're promoting transgenderism. Yeah. Uh, I mean, actually uh, blatantly promoting it, aren't they?
5: Yeah, I and mean, we've seen uh, in schools, uh you know, gender unicorns, which talk about how, you know, uh, sex, uh, you know, while sex might be male and now, you know, the expression of that is on a spectrum, and um, it's again, it's not rooted in science. It's not rooted in what is best for children. It's, it's uh, ideologically driven.
1: Yeah, I ask everybody who I talk to uh, on this subject uh, if this, any of this is reversible. Uh, I mean, I know there's no way of anybody knowing that for sure, but um, based on, you know, your research... Is this a train that's rolling down the track that uh, nobody better get in front of?
5: Um, yeah, I mean regarding the um, procedures themselves right you know uh, those aren't those are certainly not reversible these are these have lifelong consequences and, and will damage children especially you know it's pushed into accepting these uh, variety of gender identities and uh, then they're encouraged to match their body with that, you know, true identity. Yeah. How about? Um... Um, but yeah, in, in terms of in terms of the cultural effects, right? Are we are we down the tracks? Have we gone too far? Um, you know, the good thing is that the majority of Americans are actually not in favor of this kind of, um, of policy. They're not in, in favor of this kind of curriculum. Um, you know, so it, it's more of a matter of, of creating awareness so that the majority of americans who are on the same page who are against this radical ideology um can actually uh stop it in their communities
1: it's hard to imagine uh parents too many parents or very many parents um being okay and we only have a minute left here with um with their kids being taught masturbation when they're in first grade or kindergarten i mean who i can understand uh, uh the the idiots in the in the government and even some people in the teachers unions and teachers themselves thinking they're doing a wonderful job but it's hard to imagine parents being okay with it
5: yeah exactly and and again what the that's what the statistics show when you look at the polling
1: yeah and it's at least that's a good sign but the point is that people need to start paying attention jared i thanks uh thank you for coming on the show to uh shine the light on this a little bit thank you very much
5: Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me.
1: Okay, that's Jared Eckert of the Heritage Foundation. We'll be right back.
0: With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Biden is in Geneva for Wednesday's highly anticipated summit with Russian President Vladimir Putin.
4: After a week of attending international summits with U.S. allies, the president is set to sit down for face-to-face talks with the Russian leader.
1: I'm going to make clear to President Putin that there are areas where we can cooperate if he chooses.
4: But he warns that the U.S. will respond in kind if Moscow continues to engage in harmful activities. The summit's agenda includes Ukraine, human rights, arms control, and cyber attacks. Greg Clugston, Washington.
0: The New York Philharmonic will resume subscription performances in September following a historic 18-month gap caused by the pandemic presenting a shortened schedule of 78 concerts. The Dow is down 66 points and the Nasdaq off 103. This is SRN News. I have a traumatizing childhood
4: memory of an Easter egg hunt. The big hunt was a big deal in our family, and I have this memory of running and excitedly reaching for eggs, only to have my big brother and sister sweep in and steal them at the last second. It's Ryan, and unfortunately, this is a traumatizing reality our Faith and Family Mortgage Team is seeing from families across the country. Families are finding their dream home, only to have it pulled away by another hunter at the last second. At United Faith Mortgage, we unfortunately cannot scare off the other hunters, but we can very quickly get you pre-approved and make it look as good as possible to sellers.
1: And then, once you do grab that Easter egg,
2: see our story and read how our direct lender advantage can often save your family monthly and lifelong money at
5: UnitedFaithMortgage.com.
2: We a United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA United Mortgage Corp. Twenty Five Meadow Park Road, Meadow, New York. This Mortgage Banker for all licensing information. Go to Animalist Consumer Access.org Corporate animalist number thirteen thirty five. Rec animalist number six five two three three. Equal housing lender. i license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. 1250. The answer, the Mike Gallagher Show.
6: This was like the Super Bowl of domestic terrorism.
2: This was like the Super Bowl of domestic terrorism? Are you serious? January 6th, which I think might come as a shock to people who were in Oklahoma City the day that Timothy McVeigh blew up the Murrow
0: building. Breaking news and what to make of it. The Mike Gallagher Show. Weekdays at 9, right before Dennis Prager at noon on AM 1250 the answer.
7: I have two dogs, Sam and Bailey. Both are golden retrievers. Poor Sam. He was a mess. Always itching. His paws were soaking wet all day from just constant licking. He had bald spots on his back. I just don't like putting shots and steroids into your dog all the time. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Dynavite is nutrition. Probably two weeks after he started Dynavite, I started seeing great improvements, and today, 99% of his issues are non-existent. It's amazing stuff. Since Bailey has been 12 weeks old, he's been a Dynavite dog, and he has zero issues today. He won't eat his food without Dynavite. When I get out the Dynavite, my dogs actually salivate. Like, I'm getting them a tree. They drool over it. Dynavite is the best thing you can do for your dog.
4: You won't believe how happy your dog will be.
7: I get my Dynavite from D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E
6: dot <sighs>
3: Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council.
0: AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP Pittsburgh. W223CS Pittsburgh. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app. Smart speakers. Tune in. iHeart or Radio.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer.
6: Look out for an accident on outbound Liberty Bridge. Veterans Bridge also seeing some backups outbound as well. On Parkway East, inbound, some slowing from 2nd Avenue to the Fort Pitt Bridge. Outbound from Oakland to Edgewood, Swissvale Parkway West, just the normal congestion inbound between Carnegie and the Fort Pitt Tunnel. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson.
0: AM 1250, The Answer weather it will be cool tonight with patchy clouds we'll see a nighttime low of 50 tomorrow mostly sunny skies and pleasant a great day to be outside we'll see a high tomorrow of 72 tomorrow night will be clear and cool a jacket may come in handy we'll see a low tomorrow night of 47 thursday plenty of sunshine with a high of 76 with your vacuum weather forecast i'm drew shannon This is the John
1: Steigerwald Show on AM 1250.
0: The Answer.
1: Well, pardon me for asking, but uh, have you been vaccinated? Actually, maybe you shouldn't pardon me for asking because it's none of my business. Is it anybody's business? Karen Catiline is a commentator and columnist. Who has written for FoxNews.com, Western Journal, and other uh, and various uh, outlets? She's uh, also a uh, she hosts Spouting Off, which is a live call-in talk show, uh, and she joins us now. Karen, thanks for being here. I I have had on had you on before. I want to make sure I'm pronouncing your name right.
6: Well, it rhymes with spleen, so it's Cataline.
1: Okay, I <laughs> knew I I knew I'd picked the wrong one. I knew it was one or the I other. Of course. Right. How are you? <laughs>
6: I'm doing great. How are you doing?
1: Good. So why why is why is this? Um, put it this way. How how big of an issue is this for people yeah. right you know now? What
6: uh, uh, people? I don't know which part. You mean the fact that vaccines are now being used as the new uh, discriminatory practice to divide and conquer people. Uh, well, that... Vaccines are being used to take away people's. Independent, independent thought, and uh, whatever happened to my body, my choice. I
1: don't know. Yeah, um, yeah. We, we have uh, we have a little bit of a technical issue here. Uh, I don't know if you're hearing it on, on your end. Okay, so I just want to let you know. I, I uh, apologize to the listeners. We're we're uh, working on that, but um, uh, so if you you may, I don't know if I'm dropping off when you're talking to me, but I, I apologize for any any. Uh, difficulties we have here and having a conversation um, that's fine but uh I, I guess the vaccine uh now that masks are going away the vaccine is becoming the new mask but of course the difference is you could see the mask and you knew if somebody was doing their duty and wearing their mask while they're outside riding their bike but uh you don't know if they've had the vaccine or not and people there are people out there who would like to change that aren't there
6: oh yeah As a matter of fact, I hate to tell you, there's somebody I actually know who happens to be a doctor and Jewish, who came up with an idiotic bracelet to help dictators, uh, identify people. I mean, this is, uh, this is diabolical. It's wrong. And I think the masks were really just the dress rehearsal for the vax and we don't know what's in it. And uh, I don't begrudge people who want to take it, and they shouldn't begrudge others who choose not to. Uh, but they want to demonize people who don't do as they're told, and that should make everybody suspicious. What is it their business, and why are they using a one-size-fits-all for people? It's like saying, you all must, I can't even think of it, it's so preposterous. You all must be diagnosed with diabetes because we said so. I mean, individual bodies are different. And what they are trying to impose, apart from this vaccine, which is highly suspicious because nobody knows what's in it, and they're ignoring all the giant red flags about it, is why are they so desperate to get this chemical in our bodies and get us to all think, act, believe, and behave alike. It's collectivism, pure and simple.
1: And also, um, as you point out in your piece, and I and it seems to me to be pretty common sense, you shouldn't even have to point it out, but unfortunately, I think you do in many cases. If you are vaccinated, what do you care whether or not I am? If the, if the vaccine is worth, uh, worth it at all, then what do you care whether I'm vaccinated or not? Have you got the shot?
6: That's right. And I think part of the propaganda and the PSYOP is to get people thinking, I mean, when was it that people accepted without question that the the idiotic notion, my mask protects you from me and your mask protects me from you or whatever it is they were told. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. A boundary is a boundary. If it works, it's a boundary. But you see, nobody was thinking. They were just feeling an emotion, and they really want people to take leave of their senses. And I might say, just like Joe Biden seems to have a long time ago, uh, because his sense was on display uh, during this last G7 thing. It was an embarrassment. And so the dumbest and the most incompetent people. Are the ones that tell us what to do, and how to live, and wh- and how we shall behave. I'm loving that people are finally fighting back. But my God, it's time.
1: And this only happens um, if people are um, fully on board with the idea that COVID, getting COVID nineteen, is a death sentence, um, and that if you get it, you know your your chances of dying are, are you know. 50 50, and that's been the case for now, what 15 it's 16 huge, months.
6: Massive lie. And, yeah, and you know what's funny is people know that it's a lie, people know most of the, the statistics are, and they're still afraid. I mean, that shows you the power of a propaganda media that can repeat a lie again and again and again, or as they say, um, what is it, a lie can travel halfway around the world. Before the truth puts
1: its shoes on. Yep, that's pretty much Tried it. i to get a better
6: connection, and I got a, a
1: plane going above me. Sorry, oh. no, that's okay. <laughs> uh, we're, we're dealing with a little bit of an audio issue here. I apologize again, but I think we're doing okay. That's okay, um, that's okay. Yeah, you you wrote about uh, in your piece, and, and we're talking to Karen Cataline. You wrote in your piece that um, uh, about a story uh, r- written uh, about Sam Darnold quarterback for the Carolina Panthers, former Jets quarterback, and uh, someone asked him if he had been vaccinated, and he said, I don't know if he said no, or he said, I'm not telling anybody. They don't like that. I think
6: he said, I'm not into sports too much this story, and I think what he said was, I'm continuing to watch things as they play out. Maybe I'll do it, maybe I won't, but the very notion that people could be indignant about decisions he makes about his own health. When, very long ago when, not very long ago at all, when California, the uh, bastion of conservatism, of course, was saying that nobody had a right to ask people if they were HIV positive, even their intimate partners because that would be that would be a violation of their privacy don't you know i mean they're all ridiculous so let's see a person puts your danger and you can't ask them because they belong to a group that is a protected group but now suddenly even an athlete or it doesn't matter who has the right to get into your personal business you know what i say to that no they don't No, they don't.
1: Yeah, but um, it's one thing for you to say it and for me to say it, but uh, there are many people in government who think it's a wonderful idea uh, that we should make it public uh, who did and who did not get the shot. And that's the problem. They
6: they want, as as, I think it was Laura Lerman or somebody on on Fox News said, we are a surveilled society today, and that's a frightening thing. And what people, I hope, continue to realize is there are so many more of us than there are of them. Mm-hmm. And once we cease to play their stupid game and say, sorry, we ain't doing that. Okay? I put on my website, a uh, shameless plug, karencataline.com with a K, both. My middle name is from K. So, at <laughs> com. I made a meme that said, uh, Dear Coca-Cola, be less communist. <laughs> so, and it's in the Coca-Cola lettering, okay? Yeah. Because uh, we have to stop playing their game. To drink Coca-Cola, quit it. Because they want you to be less white, Oh, that's good. Is that behavior? Should I dye my skin? What should I do to please you? Maybe I should. I should. Uh, you know, shoot myself. This is what they want us to do. I wrote a piece about that too. Is to commit suicide as a country, and and until we quit, until we say, you know what? I th- I thought about it, but no, <laughs> not gonna. Nope, not gonna do that. And. I'm loving the parents who are standing for it's funny, isn't it? People won't stand up for themselves, but thank God they'll stand up for their kids. And and, and that is starting to help people see that they are not alone and and good people with common sense are saying, This is enough already. We've had it. We're done with you dictating to us. This is America. At least it used to be. And we'd like it to return.
1: Yeah, and, and in this story written by, uh, that you refer to, about uh, Sam Darnold and the other guy, uh, another player, I'll get his name in a second, uh, Jay Busby is, an, is the writer's name. And uh-huh. he said, we're, we're in the early stages of a, fi- a fight pitting players' medical history against the public's right to know. He says that as though that the, the public has a right to know. What, what, how they... Absolutely
6: none. None. All right.
1: <laughs> and,
6: and, 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 yes. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go no, ahead. I was going to say,
1: I, with workplace employment and privacy laws as the battlegrounds, he, he writes, are fans entitled to know if their team's players are vaccinated? Is the media, should be are the media, <laughs> but uh, is the media allowed to ask about a player's vaccine status? As players return to camp, this is, you know, camps are opening in another month or so. This is the privacy versus greater good debate they're facing. There are a couple of key uh, words in there or key fa- phrases. Uh, greater good, you can tell, you always can tell a liberal when they're talking yeah. about the greater good. And forget about your own rights because you got to take care of the greater good. Uh, and, um, you know, it's it's... I can see it happening because I used to work in sports full time. And I know that most sports uh, media people are liberal. So I can see this actually becoming an issue. If not make making it public about players who were and were not vaccinated, the media will find out which players were not somehow or they will be trying to. Uh-huh. And, and they'll try to expose the people and who were not vaccinated.
6: It's all about bullying and manipulating to use. Sports figures, celebrities, and everything else to create social pressure, and it must be also that when smug, arrogant, foolish liberals talk about the greater good, uh, we gotta always ask them. And I suppose you get to be the final arbiter of what is for everyone else's good, don't you? Yeah. You know, they just over... You just gloss over that one. Okay, so who died and made you king? And how come you're appointing yourself the determiner of what's for the greater good? I think it's for the greater good to have their individual freedoms and rights respected. Thank you very much. And we just got to be a lot more now, like me. <laughs> I've never had a problem but you know, people are awfully polite, and we're living in a time where we, we can't be so darn polite anymore. This is our country that, that is at stake. Well, so, it, uh, it is. Yeah.
1: It is. Uh, it, I don't think it's all that polite to ask somebody whether or not they had a vaccination. It's the exact what a opposite. Point. Yeah, what
6: a great point. So they also get to redefine what's polite. They get to what's offensive. They get to redefine what's socially acceptable. You know, I mean, these people who are the woke that that are trying to change our country, number one, they hate our country, so why should we assume that they want what's best for us? number two, how come they get to decide what's best for us? You know, I never saw a conservative ever. I'm not a Christian, but Christians have been constantly of being, uh, you know, theocrats and they want everybody to live the same way. They may try to persuade you, but I've never seen seen them bully and intimidate, at least today, maybe during the Crusades. <laughs> right. But they don't bully and intimidate others. And, and as... Con-
1: I think... Are you there, Karen? I think we may have lost Karen. Let's... Uh, let's take a break, uh, Mike, and, uh, I'll be right back. Sorry about that. We'll, we'll apologize to Karen. appreciate Karen, and uh, Catalina being on the show. We'll be right back. By now, you've all heard me talk about my pillow and how it's literally changed my life. They won't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want and they maintain their shape. They're made in the USA and for a limited time, Mike is offering his premium My Pillows for his lowest price ever. You can get a queen-size premium My Pillow for 29.98, that's regularly 69.98. That's a $40 savings. Kings are only $5 more. All My Pillow products come with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use promo code STAG. You will also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream Bed Sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Or call 800-716-8087 and use promo code STAG. 800-716-8087, promo code STAG. Hey, I'm Andy.
4: enjoy.
3: If you're thinking of replacing your carpets due to pet stains and odors, you must try Genesis 950. The reviews are amazing as this is one product that actually works. With water, it breaks down the bonds of stains and odors so they're gone for good. Its antibacterial component removes pet odors from carpet and padding. It can be used in a carpet cleaning machine and it's green so it's safe for your family and pets. Genesis 950 is made in America. If you are tired of pet cleaners that don't work, it's time to buy Genesis 950. One gallon of industrial strength Genesis 950 makes up to 7 gallons of cleaner. But Genesis 950 is not just for pet stains. It's great for bathrooms, kitchens, floors, upholstery, and grease stains. Consider Genesis 950 before purchasing new carpets. Genesis 950 has great customer service. Order 1 gallon direct at Genesis950.com to receive a free spray bottle, free shipping, and $10 coupon using code PETS. That's $10 coupon using code PETS. That's Genesis950.com. Discount only available at Genesis950.com. Genesis 950. Much cheaper than replacing your carpets.
8: Have you heard? Rodents are taking over. According to various news articles, recent COVID 19 related disruptions have caused abnormal behavior in rodents, making them become more aggressive. Don't let your home or business be invaded with a disease carrying rodent infestation. Keep them away with Plug In Pest Free. G'day, I'm Scott from Plug In Pest Free. Go PestFree.com, promo code PEN. Don't spray and regret. Plug in and forget. You're listening to The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The Answer.
1: Well, how often does the Pope blow off the President of the United States? I think that may have happened today. Uh, Joe Biden, the big guy, was supposed to go to Mass today. Uh, the plan was uh, uh, the, uh, the President was to... Uh, Go to mass with Pope Francis. You don't think that was planned as a photo op, do you? Or do you think Joe really wanted to go to mass with the Pope? Uh, if Joe, I don't know. If I'm Joe um, and I'm running around uh, claiming to be a Catholic and going to mass and making sure that everybody sees me at mass, and I have the opinions that I have uh, that he has about um, abortion, I'd be kind of afraid of running into the Pope. And and if the Pope is doing his job, the president should be afraid of running into the Pope. But he was supposed to uh, 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 go to Mass with the Pope today, and uh, they called it off. The U.S. Council of Catholic Bishops is supposed to meet tomorrow to vote on a committee to establish rules about who can and cannot receive communion. And uh, a Vatican source told the Catholic news agency... That Rome, according to this story at PJ Media, Rome nixed Biden's attendance at a Tuesday morning mass. Uh, Biden, as you know, is over there for the uh, G7, making a complete and total idiot of himself. But uh, the White House, it says here, had originally requested that Biden attend an early morning mass with the Pope. But the Vatican nixed the proposal, quote... After considering the impact that Biden receiving Holy Communion from the Pope would have on the discussions, the USCCCB, that's the Council of Bishops, is planning to have during their meeting starting Wednesday, that's tomorrow, uh, that the US, USCCCB uh, will consider creating a committee to draft rules on Eucharistic coherence, which will likely prevent pro-abortion politicians from from receiving communion while they advocate for the killing of unborn babies. That's not a real Catholic Christian thing to do, kill unborn babies. And uh, if you have the President of the United States, not only, it's not just whether or not he believes it, because he could say that he doesn't believe in it himself. He's promoting it. He pushes it. He loves talking about it. He loves um uh, making sure that the liberals know where he stands on it. He's now come around to um, being ready to uh, repeal the Hyde Amendment, which doesn't allow tax dollars to be used for abortions. Uh, he's been against that for about 40 years, and all of a sudden, in the last 20 minutes, he's decided that uh, he's okay with you being forced to pay for a, a baby being aborted. But uh, the Pope, the Pope, it's too bad that the Pope, I mean, we this story is out, and that's good. It's too bad that the Pope didn't hold a press conference and say, you know what? It's really nice that the president is over here in our neighborhood, but we don't want him here. We're not. We don't want him here. We don't want anybody here who's, who's advocating for and promoting abortion. That is what the Pope should be doing. Loud and clear, he should be doing a press conference saying, I don't want the uh, Joe Biden anywhere near Holy Communion that's the way he sh- the Pope should be approaching it I'll talk it's to John you tomorrow Star
0: the is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group.